Which spooky Halloween character would you hate to run into in a dark alley? Michael Myers. Uh, Chucky. Uh, that one character from Halloween Town. Yours does not count. I know. What character? You just the one, the one that was in the theater, the one that was like rah, bum, oh, bum, 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 uh, you know. I don't remember uh, that. Uh, Zachariah. Uh, sure, that one. You just don't want to run into Halloween Town in general. Oh god. Isn't that like a Disney? I mean, that's a Disney movie, honestly, right? Honestly, I yeah. wouldn't even Halloween Town. Kind of. It's like a fun cool. movie. It seemed kind of like. Like a euphoric place. It made the everything. First, the first Halloween Town was amazing. Yeah, it like made everything ones. scary like fun. Yeah, like you're just like, oh, that's a I didn't skeleton taxi driver. That's like, the type of scary movies I'm into. That's not a scary movie though. <laughs> yeah, that's not a scary movie. <laughs> but that's it's my type movie. of scary movie. You tricked the question. Well, that's the. <laughs> what did you choose? Chucky. That's okay. that's a terrible. Yeah. Oh my! I think that's the number one answer. Yeah, that would like been. like. I'm not. I don't think that the movie, the first Child's Play, was a scary movie because I watched that when I was six, um, but. Chucky in general I feel like those movies weren't that scary but if I saw that in real life I yeah. would I'd be scared as hell of that little Also dog. like when I was a kid like even I like loved toys and after seeing Chucky like I'd be scared of my normal toys I'd be mm. like oh my gosh like what if my like, toy Like then you that? see Toy Story but then you see this it's like oh yeah. it could turn oh, this too It can go to a like a dark side yeah. Would you pick Michael Myers Which what is that He's the guy who's Halloween oh. the movie Halloween he wears like this mask and he like walks slowly with a knife. Yeah, but he's like, like he's not scary, is he? Mm. He's pretty, he's pretty and scary. And he's slow. I need yeah, to look but this up. it it makes it scary. Like I don't know why he has that face. Oh, Freddy would be good too. Yeah, Freddy because you can't can go into your dreams and you can't and sleep. And you don't know if it's real. And Frost yeah. would never, <laughs> never die by him because people. Oh, I'd be I'd be the longest <laughs> living one. Living one, yeah. I'd be good at that. <laughs> okay, I've never seen this before, but this is scary. The one. Yeah, that's what, scary, right? Like he's just yeah. wearing a mask and stuff like that. That's really creepy. There actually, um. There's a new movie of Halloween, and it's mm-hmm. like been like 30 years or something, mm-hmm. and they're bringing it back. So, oh, snap. what like a coincidence! The original Halloween movies. Yeah, nice. Or, I need to see that. I've never seen those. I've actually never seen them either. But like, I've seen like I would always hear, and like whenever people would wear costumes, it was like scary. All right, we'll watch it. Anyways, guys, well, happy October. Happy October. Welcome to my the month. greatest month of all. Greatest month of we, all. We Retweet. talked about that last time, but. This is Strange Flavors, brought mm. to you by Olive Theory. My name is Shimmer. My name is Faraz. My name is Amber. Ooh. And this is the <clears throat> greatest and strangest podcast in the game. Thank Mwahaha. you. Thank you again. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Amber. Hi, guys. I yeah. missed you last no, week. No, we missed you. You could have last had so much input. I was listening to your guys' last podcast, and I was like, ooh, I wanted to say this to them. Yeah. Ooh, and then I came here, and I just like told them everything that I was thinking. <laughs> well, we're glad you're back. How's um, your birthday month? Yeah. My birthday month is this is this is a different birthday for me, but it's good. Why different? It's just it's not like usually I'm all like, oh my god, it's my birth month. Yeah. And like I throw a big party for myself, and I'm usually like super like excited all day. But this year was just like different. You have like Beyonce type birthdays, like you show up <laughs> and like you're wearing literally like a whole drape of things, and then you don't I know lo- what's going to happen. I am There's- the queen of extra, but, like, this year, I just, I wasn't up for it. Well, you were, like, grinding. You were making uh, a few videos mm-hmm. the past few weeks, so yeah. how's that process been? It's been interesting. It's been frustrating. Um, I feel like I've, like, even what I was able to make was definitely because I've witnessed you guys, and, like, I'm able to see what you guys do and kind of mimic it. I was like, oh. ooh, I want to do this from Fab's plan. They had this thing. Like, I wonder how I can do that. And they have this in this video, and I wonder how to do that. Well, you can't. That, and, that well, is stealing. That's, that's copyright. <laughs> we are suing you. <laughs> but it was it was so frustrating. Like, this was my first time making, like, a song slash video without you guys. And this mm. was, like, so frustrating. But at the end, I was, like, very, very happy. What was that process like? Were you, like, scared of going, like, okay, I'm making a song, like... Like can I do this and stuff too? Yeah. So one, I was really scared because some of the things that I was saying, like straight up saying brown men are trash, I was scared uh, in a oh, few do ways. Oh, you think that? Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> um, I'm outnumbered, right? Now. Let's get another brown girl in here. I have plenty of stuff to say. No, I'm just kidding. But I thought that whole idea, like one, was gonna be like bashed. But I was like not really that focused on other people during this time. But 
I was concerned that people would take it the wrong way. Like they would take brown men as in not desi munda, like and not uh, not as in South Asian male. So uh, I was like, like trying to possibly be for like black or Hispanic right, or something. Right, right, okay. right. And I was really worried that people would mix that up, and then it actually not, didn't end up happening because yeah. I feel like the references I was making was very clear. Yeah, but it was obvious. the process was cool. That's yeah. awesome. I had this re- question recently that somebody asked me, but I wanted to ask you guys, like, mm-hmm. do you guys ever get creative blocks? Yeah, all the time. Really? How do you, like, My life do is you? one big creative block. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but do you get creative blocks? I do. How do you guys, like, combat that? Mm, I sit in the I... sun. I know that sounds weird. Sorry, but I just knew that. Like, what does the sun do? Does it give you creative power? Like being outside and uh, stuff? No, I, I, I have to sit like in the sunlight. I don't know what it is. Like the sun the just vitamin like... vitamin C, vitamin D. Yes. It literally like I... Every time like I'm on my computer and I was getting frustrated, even when I was telling you guys last week, I would just look outside and be like, wow, the sun. And I would just walk outside and sit on my driveway and just be like soaking in the sun. And then I would go back in and I'd feel like a little bit better and I could like go on a little bit more. And then I would be like, ooh, the sun again. So yeah. I actually sit in the sun. That's so weird and so random. <laughs> I switch from thing like if I can't write lyrics for a song, I'll switch to editing a video. If I can't do that, I'll write some poetry. I'll something. I'll switch something. Yeah. And then I'll come back to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I do something very similar too. And I think um, like for anyone that it does experience creative block, I think um, a huge thing for me is like inspiration mm-hmm. like getting inspiration sometimes like you do need to just sit back and like watch a movie or listen to a song or whatever and you never know like digesting these things like i know a lot of like creative people they're like working 24 7 but you can't always like push out you need to i think i think it's important to equally as like digest so that you can you know create more i think something that you shared uh recently was amazing um it was logic speaking on how he watches movies and feels like he's like doing something like he's yeah. learning and i've always felt that way but i've never felt confident enough to like say it or something. yeah like believe it yeah really um and sometimes when i am watching a movie at night when i like literally the whole day was a creative block and i couldn't get anything done and then at the end of the day if i'm watching a movie sometimes that does go through my head like dang, I didn't get any work done and now I'm over here watching a movie. Am I wasting time? But at the same time, it's giving me inspiration. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the more movies I watch, the more cultural knowledge I have and you get a sense of like that time that that movie was made. Say I'm watching like um, Shawshank Redemption or something. Then I know what, you know, was being made in that era Mm -hmm. and, you know, how the director was thinking and stuff like that. But overall, it's a learning experience. Yeah. And when logic said that it really like um validated that sort of thought for me and i yeah. thought that was awesome yeah because you know like uh bodybuilders and whatnot they're not always lifting weights 24 7 right? right they have breaks days that they take breaks mm-hmm. and they rest like that's important mm-hmm. and i think uh they even have like cheat days for their diets and stuff like that it's like i think equally as important for creatives to like you know exercise that even like stepping back and learning about the craft that you're doing Mm. that you're having a block on like watching a few youtube videos have to do with it or if you have somebody that inspires you like watching them be like i remember these past past few weeks i watched so many Nicki minaj interviews and like like little like story things i don't know why but like for some reason because the song was based off of her like it was helpful i think it's also important that there's a different creative process for everybody Mm -hmm. and sometimes you look at you know, people that have that are big and famous and then you try to mimic that because you think that that's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But everybody has a different process. Yeah. And if something works for you, then you should go with that. If it is watching movies, don't take it as wasting time. If that's what helps you get out, whatever you're trying to crank out, then go for that. Yeah. I had another question for you guys. Um, is there a... Okay, this is a two-part question. So who would be a celebrity that you'd want to meet as a fan? Okay like just a fan no work purposes you don't expect to work with them and then who's a celebrity that you'd want to meet that like when you're ready Mm. you know like when you're you know like when i'm trying to say like when you're ready Mm -hmm. like you know to work with them to work with them or something like that Mm. mine's gonna be so obvious who you already know who Cardi B, and but like, is that to is that to work or i would want to meet cardi b as a fan why as a fan because 
I would like to meet her as a fan because I'm a fan of her like personality and her like who she is like as like this character and you know I don't have like any interest to be like oh yeah I mean like hold up Cardi B if you want to hit me up (laughs) but like you know I'm not like oh yeah like but I feel like to work with Nikki like she's so intelligent and she knows her craft so well yeah that like that would be somebody that I would want to learn from versus meeting as a fan and then Cardi B I totally want to be like oh like with her you know I think that's a dope question because that's a great way to break down I think there's a lot of fear when you want to meet your idols. Yeah. And I think how I would break it down is somebody who, whose work I see as already perfect. I don't care to work with them. I just want to mm. maybe just hang out with them and appreciate them as a fan. Right. Somebody like Frank Ocean. I just think Frank Ocean is so perfect at what he does. In my eyes, it's just, or in my ears, I would say. Um, <laughs> like, I, you know, I don't think that I could work with him because i don't know what i would bring if anything he would be doing me way too much of a favor and i would ruin it and so that's somebody that i would like love to meet as a fan um somebody that i'd love to like meet when i'm ready for maybe uh somebody like just rain okay maybe somebody like ram riddles who like i really just love their style and i want to contribute like even if it's like making a not even song what just happened song wise um (laughs) But maybe, like, I would make a video for them, for example. Okay. True. Yeah. That's awesome. What about you? For me, I think ready-wise, I would love to, like, meet Log- Logic mm-hmm. when I'm ready. Mm. Because, he, like, I would love to... If I met him as a fan, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, we, like, went to the same school district. Like, I know, like, yeah. I lived right close G-Bird. by you. And it'd be, like, a crazy fanatic thing. Mm-hmm. But if I'm ready and I'm like, yo, like, mm-hmm. at, as both artists and we're, like, we could, like, work together and be like, yo, dude, like... I was in Gaithersburg too. Like that would just be so cool. From so like, he would be your fan and your. No, no, no. I'm. I'd rather have that to be oh, like oh, when I'm ready. When you're ready, okay. So. For a fan, um, dang, I didn't really think about this, but <laughs> <laughs> I think um somebody that I would really appreciate would probably be like, you know, a movie director like probably mm. like Christopher Nolan or something like that. Yeah. Like, I don't think I could ever act in any of his movies because I'm just like too goofy or whatever but like i would be like yo your movies are like dope or like quentin tarantino like yo your movies are dope i don't think i could ever like act in them but i appreciate you Mm. something Mm. maybe that like i don't think that i could you know be like help him direct in a certain movie that's a cool question Mm -hmm. yeah like i i was like thinking about that like what you guys would pick but but at the same time i don't think that you know saying when i'm ready yeah is a proper thing to say because you should always be ready and and i think that a lot of times when you work with people that are like bigger than you or whatever, you're not supposed to be ready and it just happens. Mm-hmm. And I think the the most magic happens when you are forced to, you know, use everything that you've ever experienced and, and learned in that mo- very moment and mm-hmm. see what you come up with. Um, when I think of stories like how Big Sean had to just perform in front of Kanye. Oh, yeah. Like going up the randomly, stairs. Yeah. You know, imagine if Big Sean answered this question was like, you know, when I'm ready... Uh, I would love to meet Kanye, but he was he ready? I don't know, but like yeah. he just knew that this was his moment. Right. And you only get one shot, one Definitely. opportunity. Will you take it? We just let it slip. <laughs> would you work Yo. with Eminem or meet him as a fan? Man, that's that's too scary to me, bro. Like <laughs> yeah. I would, I I just have too much of a high regard for Eminem, and I. Don't... I'm glad you didn't choose him for mm-hmm. either. Or yeah. Like, because honestly, like he's he's done way too much already, and I don't know what like. I guess that would go with, you know, I would love to just meet him. and But I, again, like, I yeah. already know everything. And <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It, it, it's too scary to me. I feel like my I answer idolize was him too much, probably. on the level of where you said, like, if you were to say Eminem. Mm. Yeah. I, I just wasn't expecting that from choosing, like, Cardi B as a fan. So that was, like, dang. Yeah. But, definitely. Um, also, it's like, since it's the month of Halloween, I, I wanted to touch on this, like, weird subject that, like, Halloween invokes such a strong emotion of fear like it the whole thing is branded around fear like spooky and like Mm. being scared right okay and almost all the other holidays are about like love and happiness and joy Mm -hmm. family but but, like there's no other holiday for like you know jealousy or like you know all these other emotions you know Mm. and Halloween Valentine's Day Valentine's yeah love and and lust lust and envy my point being is like 
I don't know. I, I find Halloween kind of unique in that perspective. Mm-hmm. Like it's such fear is not the greatest emotion to like have, you mm-hmm. know, but it's so like branded well. Do you think that Well, you you're calling Halloween? it fear though. Yeah. Isn't it thrill? Thrill, yeah. Yeah, maybe. I feel like it's like adventure and like the whole I feel like it's supposed to be like this whole like spooky culture. I don't know if you guys know like who Graveyard Girl is on YouTube, yeah. but I think of her when I think of Halloween and she year round like is collects skeletons. Like, she year round like co- collects she used to like spend her free time in like the graveyard and like collects these bones um that aren't like real. People, uh, like 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 baby bones. They're like fake baby babies. Bone. They're fake baby parts and stuff and she like and, and that type of like there's like a huge like odd culture out there. Like an yeah. odd Isn't isn't that like so weird like how why it's so weird we're i get like, what you're saying it's, yeah. it is very unique in that way yeah like but at the same time when we go to watch a horror movie we're still going for entertainment and that thrill yeah and it's like fun mm. like it's a very fun sort of thing to like scare people and and also there's that aspect of the kids who want to dress up as their favorite superheroes and all and it gives us a reason to all dress up as something that we yeah. You know, know, are usually not every day, and yeah. that's so dope. But that's not like Shami was saying. That's not like any other thing. Yeah, yeah. and also it's no, like it's the greatest. I think for me, it's like the greatest holiday. It's like weird because you'll have somebody dressing dressing up as like a bloody killer with a knife, and like that's cool. Mm-hmm. And then across the street, there's a kid wearing a Power Rangers outfit or something or like that. And then across outfit. the street, there's a slut. <laughs> <laughs> that too, <laughs> but like wait, wait, wait. That slut is a bunny, though. Or a cat. <laughs> Bunny slut. There's, or a nurse. There's, ga- <laughs> there's man sluts too. Yeah, there are. No doubt. <laughs> Wait, how many Kanye outfits do you think we're going to get oh, this the year? Oh, blo- the block? The yeah. I like it with... Oh, yeah. How many do you think true. we're going to get of that this year? So many. Like, it's going to be It's not that hard the to make. Best. It's going to be so good. Yeah. How did they get their candy? Did they just like... Look there? Oh, they Is stuff it? it in there. They oh. stuff it in their box. <laughs> they open a little slit and they're like, just throw everything in there. <laughs> like a million pounds by the end of it. That's funny. Um, speaking of Kanye, Kim and Kanye recently like had this. I don't know what like what happened exactly. So basically, Kim was offered by this one fashion company to make a post with their outfit. So she was like gonna model the outfit or whatever, and it was gonna be an ad for that company, like Fashion Nova type thing. It, it, she didn't say what the company was, and she was refusing to say. But I, it sounds like a Fashion Nova type things thing and they offered her a million dollars for it but that company has been known to like rip off of yeezy so she was like but million dollars is it a like a legit brand it's a legit brand i I mean i'm still going off the interview that she said but it sounds like it was and only a legit brand would pay like a million dollars and also legit kim kardashian would probably go off of a legit brand right and so she was like but a million dollars a lot so she hit she asked kanye and she was like hey would you be cool if i did this brand and he was like no like can you please just not do that and she's like all right i respect you i won't do it wait but like why would she even ask that in the first i don't know i I feel like that's rude i I think that in a way it's like that's what they do though like they promote these like companies and these flat and all these like when you're an influencer like what is yeah but out of respect i wouldn't even ask that i'd be like whoa that's my husband's company i'm not gonna yeah so that's she asked him and he was like no please don't do that and i guess he really respected that she listened and was like not and you know in that industry like money drives everything Mm -hmm. so then um i guess he really appreciated that and like a week later he like gives her an envelope that had like a million dollar check um and a contract for a partial ownership of yeezy which that's crazy yeah and i think that if the way that you look at the story if you look at it from kim's narrative this is a very cute thing like oh wow like kanye like respected it so much that he was like listen like i'm so glad that you respect my word blah blah blah. and on the other hand if you think of it and you're like well she shouldn't have done that in the first place why does she have to get it all that i feel like it just depends on you know how you listen to it and what you feel about it i think that's cool that he gave part like of his company mm-hmm. to her that shows that like he respects her a lot right. and stuff and she could do you know i feel like a lot of the clothes that kanye makes is towards men a mm-hmm. lot even though it's like his shoes are kind of unisex and a lot of people are wearing it, it's kind of geared towards more that right. way and kim could obviously add an input no, to, i like, think i think it's very even though what like when i see his ads and everything on his instagram when he's taking like, there's a lot of women in there mm. yeah but like even okay so i think the yeezy clothing line this is just an opinion but like yeah. it's not really all that great it's just like do you, do you think it's geared towards men I th- more i feel or? like it's it is geared towards men and then because kanye has like that 
Kardashian in his life that he does try to like gear a little bit more towards that too because he can put Kim in the clothes and now she has a picture and now it's promoting it um and I've even seen like big YouTube stars who will buy it because of that like Trisha Paytas and like then it makes other people want to buy it but I do think that Yeezys as a brand is like generally geared towards men I think the uh, giving her a part of the uh, the brand is kind of awkward. Yeah, I mean, for a, like wife and husband. Yeah, just like the whole. I just personally, maybe I wouldn't. I just wouldn't want like my partner to have anything to do with my business. Not because of like ownership, anything like that. But I just wouldn't want to stress anything on them in yeah, that like way. Yeah, like business related. Yeah, into like, like a. Like I, I think, feel like I once you're married, and I think so. Kanye is that way. Is that you know it's like for life. Like, mm-hmm. there's no, you know, nothing could separate us, whatever. So when you're in that type of relationship, right? there's no insecurity there. Then you, I feel like there should be no worry of like, oh, now they have a part of my brand. Now they feel secure in that way. I feel like but it was I, less I don't think it was a about secure that, I'm just thing. Saying, yeah. yeah. I feel like it was more so like just it was I don't even think that it was giving her a piece of it for money reasons or right, for anything. Yeah. I think it was the idea of like this is the standard I hold you at and I think the idea of it is sweet maybe it's also yeah I think I see what you're saying with that like maybe he values Yeezy so much mm-hmm. he's like I want you to have a piece of this it's almost like giving oh. a piece of your heart or chocolate right <laughs> <laughs> or chocolate piece of chocolate yeah <laughs> Um, I mean, like, the Kardashians are always, like, on the news for whatever reason. Like, I mm-hmm. recently saw a headline, like, Kylie trying milk with cereal for the first time. You better yeah. calm down with these segues because you're killing it. Yeah. <laughs> this man is just trying to go into a smooth. Mm-hmm. This man's flossing over here. Mm-hmm. Don't sleep on Shimmer as the host. <laughs> Too good. I mean, right, it's, go ahead. it's so weird. Like, you guys saw the headline, though, right? Right. Yeah. Like, the, that she's it was all over twitter moments and stuff it was like she's a oh, foodie she's though eating. so i'm confused what's a foodie like someone who tries food a lot. she's just like food. really really like food, food. Nice. And, and gram the food that, man that's not, not even it's not even gram the food she's but a, how is somebody a foodie that's stupid she's definitely a foodie, a foodie. No. like like they like, like the food. culture of food and she likes cooking food even though she has a chef and like she likes like you know baking and all that type of stuff and having like a but, good okay, meal so okay. she i i refuse she's to baking believe she's cereal cereal and milk <laughs> yeah like when she was a kid she definitely had cereal and milk all the time i mean your sister was telling us that like she would have she would have cereal in these like jars and like mm. have milk on the side or something like like milk. eat cereal and then drink a drink. sip of milk yeah but like not together so honestly like, so a what? little bit more efficient so what more efficient <laughs> a little bit more efficient no. how's that efficient it's just like you haven't like i feel like eating no, cereal is so messy stop it there's no. a there's a certain <laughs> okay, ratio <Amber>. there's a certain <laughs> ratio i'm questioning of you soggy right to crunchy that needs to be perfect when you take that bite yeah amber's and the type to pour the milk first <laughs> <laughs> oh my god the Wait, disrespect. What if she did that, like for her first time? Like she puts pours the milk first. I mean, I've like, done guys, that. I'm about to. Plenty of <laughs> <laughs> you guys have never done that, that before. The internet would have I've gone done crazy. it before, rare occasions. Like if I'm sick and I really want cereal and I want to warm the milk. Oh. Like I. I oh, Ew, okay, I've done, that's I've even that. weirder. Why are no, you over here warming no, your I got, milk? I feel you. I feel you on that. Because milk is so cold. Yeah. It ta- that's the good and part about cereal is that the milk is so cold. You know, but but if it's like winter time and you. Especially if you're sick or something like then eat that, under. Like it's gonna that that milk is gonna be like too cold for you. Yeah. So then if you warm it and then you put whatever cereal in, and especially when it's like oats and things like that, raisin bran, it's supposed to like. I I, be I can in that definitely agree of, that it doesn't taste as good. Like cornflakes. I think and I think it tastes good. I just don't like the whole milk first thing. Because mm. yeah. I don't know I don't know when to stop. Because when it's cereal, <laughs> I stop until they float. They float, yeah. But. When you're pouring the milk first, you don't know how much room there is for cereal because it's supposed to be half in, half out. There's a lot of like <laughs> stuff that goes into this. Okay. Also, let me say one thing about the, the about us talking about this right now and and the world blowing this up out of proportion. Like, I think it was uh, uh what's her name? What's what's John Legend's wife's name? Chrissy Teigen. Chrissy Teigen. Yeah. yeah. She was talking about uh, she was on a Hot Ones that show on um. I just watched the wings. That. You watched that? That was a good yeah. one. Um, and she was t- like, Sean was asking her about how her tweets go viral and if she like thinks about that mm-hmm. nowadays because everything that she does, she's like, you know, 
some people tweet at me and they're like, oh my God, this is so ridiculous. And she's like, I think it's ridiculous too that I did something and then they made an article about it. She's like, that's not my fault. I'm just doing me. Mm-hmm. And so I see that in like Kylie's perspective too, that maybe she was just like, it was a casual thing for her that she was just like, yeah, I'm going to try it. And then people <laughs> were just like, oh my God, everybody, yeah. Kylie has never had cereal with milk. Yeah. And so so it's, you're saying it's not her fault. It's, it's our just, fault. It's our fault. And yeah. the news the people that are yep yeah yep i don't know yeah. if you guys ever seen like clever and like those types of like like popular like pop news type um youtube things and and they like thrive off of news like that like yeah. oh this is the first time i wonder if da 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 i wonder how her like body Twitter guard- moments is becoming that yeah but yeah sorry <laughs> um did you guys see that Lindsay Lohan got punched in the face for trying to steal children? Really? <laughs> Chill. That was. You can't just do that, Shami. That was really don't, evil. Don't try me. to. Don't. That was so wrong. That was. Yeah, that was wrong. Okay, you know how Lindsay Lohan's on this like eat, pray, love stuff for like the last I don't know ten years. Okay. Um, and she's like Muslim and all this type of stuff. Did she actually convert to Islam? <laughs> Did she? What were you gonna say? What? Did she, she actually, actually convert, convert to Muslim? To Muslam? <laughs> Um, um, yeah, so because I saw her wearing a hijab and like, yeah, she, she did convert. I think she's learning, like, yeah, which is yeah. amazing which, which is... that she could, she has the right to. Because mm-hmm. I was watching a Russell Brand thing, sorry, no, you're uh, fine. She, I was watching Russell Brand talk about her, and um, it was it was a thing called Is, is Lindsay Lohan allowed to be Muslim? And he was talking about it in, in the way that like we all are judging it, that is she allowed to? Because Piers Morgan was talking to her and and screw Piers Morgan. I hate that man. Mm -hmm. Um, Like he's like, you know, so so are you like all the way uh, Muslim now? And like, are you practicing and are you wearing the uh, hijab and this and that? As if like he's asking her, like, have you fully committed to this crazy religion? Right. Like you wouldn't ask that about other things. And he's asking her in a way that like, are you allowed to be this person? Mm -hmm. And and she and he's asking her as if she has all the answers. And she's learning. Mm-hmm. And why is she not allowed to learn? I don't get that. But okay, she's, go ahead. She said that when she went to Turkey that she, like, she, I think she really hates the L.A. life. And she mm. was really stuck in that for a really long time, being a child actor and everything. So when she went to Turkey and she got that experience of, oh, these people and the way that they live and the lifestyle and then where their values come from, that's where she was inspired from to, like, yeah. learn about Islam. Mm. Okay, going back to this. What's the country. child story? Okay, so basically <laughs> she was walking on the street while live streaming. Live streaming. And while she's live streaming, she sees this Arab possible Syrian Syrian family who is seemingly homeless or has a lack of resources of some kind. And she offers to put them in a hotel. She's like, I'm going to take care of you. The whole family or just the The whole family first. She was like, I want to offer. I'm trying. And they didn't, I guess, understand what was happening. And they're like, no, no, like we don't want the help. And she's like, well, you're putting your kids at risk by leaving them on the street, by you staying on the street. Let me help you. And they're like, no, no. And then she was like, okay, well, you're putting your kids at risk. So she tries taking the kids and then they come and they punch her in the face. Like all on live, right? All on live. Because I mean, you can't be you can't be over here snatching children either like mm. i get that she was trying to do a good thing but at the same time you can't be over here being like oh yeah i'm gonna help you and your children even if you don't want to like you don't know their story but i also heard that she was like she like just walked out of a club and like was live streaming or something i don't know if that part's true but yeah so that's, i was right that's the tea she did get punched in the face for trying to steal children <laughs> boy <laughs> the way you the way you said that was <laughs> I don't, maybe maybe it's the fact that that whole approach gets uh it gets it's weird because i think about mr o who we had on the podcast mm-hmm. the guy and how who he was, was on, the teacher on ellen he was on ellen degeneres for uh really uh uplifting a lot of uh children from baltimore schools and and you know most of them majority of them are black and he is a white dude that comes into this community from he's from Cali. california mm-hmm. and some people aren't with it because they're like oh, oh this white savior, savior. Yeah. yeah they called it a white savior and so i think that with Lindsay lohan sometimes um they feel that they come from this place and they see all these a lifestyle that they're not used to mm-hmm. and for example when we go to pakistan this is everywhere mm-hmm. right so as sad as it is to see you also aren't able to help everyone and you know not everybody needs that some people just need their family and and they're figuring it out and you don't really know their story and 
this white person comes out of nowhere and thinks that they know what's going on and then is like let me put you in a hotel maybe that just doesn't come off right to Mm -hmm. that doesn't sit right with anybody else or they like might have just like not even understood what was happening yeah you know like straight up yeah but like why would you punch in the face you know like tonight there's a lot of punching going on with Conor McGregor. Oh, wow. <laughs> Look at you, <laughs> Oh, my God. You guys hear about the fight? My yeah. brother's having a party for a this. A party. A party. Um, what's, That's awesome. what's the address? Yeah, what's the address? <laughs> show up? No, but by the time you listen to this, the, the scores It'll and everything be will be over. However, I want to like get your guys' opinion. Like, Amber, I know that we were watching uh, Jake Paul and Logan Paul oh, doing a fighting uh, in that boxing match. And you were like, oh, my God, this is the worst thing. You were like... It's so hard for me to watch fights. It's It gives me... Like, okay, as a person, like, in daily life, I don't get anxiety from, like, life things. You yeah. know? They don't bring... Even things that happen to me that are major life-changing doesn't bring me anxiety. What brings but me anxiety is, like, watching, like, this... Thr- no, even if it's, like, on the street, like, some on some, like, rough shit, like... You'll I, join in. I'm still... I, I, <laughs> like, I'd still, like, you know... Okay, I'm not trying to promote violence. Over <laughs> the here. screen world star if you see something going down. No, like... No, like... If some if somebody's trying to threaten me and mine, I'll jump in. I don't care. But I'm just saying that when I'm watching it and it's like in this way that like millions of people are watching it to see these two people fight, I'm like, ouch, ouch, like chill. Have like, you ever? Okay, so that was a boxing that match. That gives me anxiety. That was a boxing match. Have yeah. you ever seen a UFC match? So my brother showed me last night because he was like testing it out. Oh and my gosh. I was screaming at him because I was like, please turn it's, this it's off. Worse, like, right? It's worse, right? Okay, like there's like feet involved and like kicking <laughs> and like there's like, and it's elbows. like. And the elbows are the worst. It's like, it's like super savage. Like the, like, and like one's on the ground and like punching. And I was like, ow, like doesn't he know he's hurting him? And he's like, Amber, that's the point. And I'm like, why? <laughs> so you're not with it. I mean, it's not, I, I'm people have their own interests but i just wish i had like the stamina to like watch something like that because i don't <laughs> we got conor mcgregor the notorious he's just his last fight was with uh mayweather it was a boxing match he's the biggest superstar that came out of ufc uh and we got khabib who is muslim awesome. from russia putting on for the culture. The okay, culture. so then who so are who you guys you, rooting for? Who are you rooting for? You know, I think I've seen enough of Connor's success, and I know that his story is very tough. He came from a hard place. Um, I think that's dope, but I think he's had, especially with that last fight, the millions and millions and millions of dollars that he made. I think he's okay now. Uh, I'm all right with him, uh, you know, settling down. I think there, a new champ needs to come through, and Khabib is undefeated so far so i want to see him and and i love that you know even after even though he's a fighter and they need to have this sort of mentality that's crazy he he does humble down and always uh praises god and and i'm i stand with it i think that's dope i'm with khabib but i just want to see a good match yeah i think i I both agree exactly everything you said dang i was looking forward to calling you an islamophobe oh no (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I could change my answer. No, I'm just kidding. But I mean, like, you know, Conor McGregor's his story is like dope. And Khabib, like, I don't know much of him, but I'd like to see uh, more of him. And he's Muslim. So like, kind of, that's kind of biased for me because mm-hmm. I don't know anything about him. But I just want right. to see him do well. And like, I just don't culture. like how the, the promo to this whole thing was Conor McGregor throwing, throwing a chair at the tour, tour bus, bus and all that. <laughs> I feel like that's very WWE and very kind of set up and and they were like oh yeah we don't know if connor's gonna be able to fight anymore you no that's not true he's makes you all your money you did that and now you're using it for promos uh like that i that's yeah. stupid to me i don't think that i that that was real and okay ask me ask yeah. me what ask me who oh, who i think oh who do you think <laughs> <laughs> you could have just said it <laughs> she wants to be asked who do, who do you think i want them to hold hands oh and just my, stop oh fighting oh my god <laughs> Okay. Stop it. You were just saying that, you know, Conor McGregor threw a chair at a tour bus and Cardi B threw a shoe at Nicki Minaj. And then I see Cardi B turns herself into the police. What is that all about? Are oh, they related? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this man. Is she throwing herself into the police because <laughs> the shoe thing? Okay. So, okay. All right. So basically, remember how I told you guys a few podcasts ago how Nikki called Cardi out for a few things. One of them being the Instagram comment and, wow, you know, talking wow, about, wow, yeah, whatever. Wow, right. Wow. Yeah. But the other thing that Nikki called her out for was about Cardi sending people to get these two bartenders at the strip club beat up. Why? 
it, because they were uh, messing around with offset or something, or it was set to be right. So then, Take, is it is it offset? Or, yeah, yeah, offset. Yeah, yeah, offset. And so then they basically we were like that was up in the air. We didn't know if that was true. Like Nikki had just kind of said that she didn't give all those details either. But Cardi B turned herself into police for sending those people out. And not only did they attack them, they like threw hookahs at them, bottles at them, oh. like she, like so they, she felt really bad. I, I don't know what her empathetic state was. Wait, but it was all because of this thing that happened in the offset? It was, yes. Okay, Cardi well, then B, she, Cardi she needs B to said, take care of offset and not... Right. That's totally Right, and that was a point that Nikki said. And that was what Nikki said. She was like, you can't be blaming these girls for, like, you know, messing around with this dude when it's your dude that you need to put in check. Yeah. Or leave or whatever it is. But don't be, like, these girls are your sisters. Like, don't be, like, bringing I'm these girls I'm slowly down. starting not to like Cardi after all of this. It's her. It, I'm it's telling annoying you. me. I really hope that it's just postpartum, man. I really want her to not be like this. No, she's like that. She's like that. I know. <laughs> um, have you guys heard about Bill Cosby and, like, all that stuff mm-hmm. that he's been going through? He's, three, he's to now, three to ten years. Three to ten. Three to ten years. Mm-hmm. And the weirdest rumors are coming out of that. Like, have you heard about it? Like, he got... Someone threw a raw hot dog bun <laughs> at his face. That. Sorry. And then he got like pudding for his first meal. What's wrong with that? No. Why no. is this a thing? Like, why? How do we? <laughs> Wait. So these are just rumors? No. They're no. not rumors. They, 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 actually... they brought out. They they put out like a whole story about what his first meal was. Why? <laughs> maybe maybe he can't. He's old and he can't eat like food, so he has to have like pudding or something. Pudding and no, mashed he potatoes had, no, and he ice had, cream. No, he even had green beans in his first meal. <laughs> like, Who cares? <laughs> That's what he's saying. Yeah, like, why, why are these stories? Why, are these, why is this coming out? This is the funniest thing ever. I mean, man. It's, it's not funny what he did, but, like, all this... <laughs> There's too much information online, man. Literally, that's literally what it is. And we're all interested in the weirdest let me talk about. Let me talk about Cosby, though. Do you guys... Did you guys ever like watch Cosby? Were you into him? Like, so Bill Cosby, like yeah. the Cosby Show. I, I never, would. I never watched the Cosby Show like that. But I watched Lil Bill. Oh. Do you guys ever watch mm-hmm. that show? No, is he in it? it so it's like a cartoon. Oh, and the Cosby Show. It, yeah, it was like for kids. Okay. And I like love that show. And sure. it's supposed to be him as like a little kid, or and his name was Lil Bill. Oh. And, and I don't know. I thought it was cool because that was one of the first like cartoon like of all african-americans mm-hmm. and the proud family well that too but i, I never watched this it. was before the proud family though right i think so yeah and and so i would watch that and i never thought anything of like their race which was cool as a kid seeing mm-hmm. this like i would never be like oh they're white mm. or oh they're african-american i just naturally like watched the show mm. which cool, was yeah. so cool and influential for kids but i know cosby show like did that a lot iconic. for so many people yeah. Did you guys watch it? Mm-hmm. I didn't. You uh, did? Yeah, no, I definitely watched the did Cosby you, was show. Was it good? It was good. Like, I enjoyed watching it, like, growing up, even, like, Raven Simone as a baby. Like, I remember all of that. She was oh, in she that was show? In yeah, she was a baby in that show. What? Oh. She was, like, the Michelle of Full House in that show. Oh, that's no cool. way. Yeah, and so that's why when all these allegations came out, they were like, oh, yeah, like, ask Raven, ask Raven. Raven was like, listen, like, that man was nothing but nice to me. Yeah. Like, that See, was the why only she thing, said that. I I don't know anything about Bill Cosby, like... Uh, I never watched any of his shows or anything, but uh, when I hear how respected he was as a comedian and he's one of the goats and everything, I think that when something like this comes out, um, and it goes back to how we talked about XXX, um, him passing away and having all these allegations and controversies, I think that when it comes to the craft, we should not touch that, Mm -hmm. and he can still remain a legend, but along with that, we also have to mention what went down in this aspect make him responsible so that we can so that we can still hold people to their credit and also um you know make them responsible for what they have done right and so i don't think that cancel bill cosby should be a thing i think that these things should stand one and one together that like all right this person is all these things but also this has to be attached to their name because mm. if we just cancel them and forget about them then mm-hmm. it's not really doing anybody justice because we're not learning and nobody else is going to know about them mm-hmm. like when you write a when you write a book about the greatest black comedians for example yeah mention bill cosby but also mention the allegations and everything mm-hmm. and everything that went down after that I, guys, that's how i feel you guys want to know a quick story about this really so you guys know how i graduated from university of baltimore right mm-hmm. so last december it was betsy devos who was like this tre- the Treasury Secretary of Education and, that, yeah. and Trump, the Trump administration, uh, yeah. right? Not a big fan, all that type of stuff, right? 
but we were all like oh my god but at least we had bill cosby because bill cosby gave our um speech once oh he did yeah he, he gave a speech at uh, ub he gave her commencement speech and that was like the only thing that ub had to hold on to pride oh, like that was the god. only thing and then when this came out we were like god damn it ub like and he had an honorary degree from us it was just like wow. was, yeah you know i'm not gonna lie the memes are funny though from bill cosby like i high key didn't see them like that oh yeah well like uh i mean like there's this one that's it's like lebron dunking but it's like oh my Bill cosby but he has like a pill yeah they're really messed <laughs> and, up and the, instead of the hoop it's like a oh my gosh like a cup yeah oh my gosh that's yeah. I mean, terrible on, man. memes are memes bro yeah memes like we memes. meme everything it doesn't yeah. matter the world could be coming to an end and people are gonna meme it right so what's uh what movies are you guys like excited to see upcoming in this month i just watched night school with tiffany haddish and kevin hart and i was, was really ex- yeah I mean, it got it w- good reviews actually it was pretty it good looked really goofy to me honestly. i thought it was going to be way more like funny hilarious like that type of thing um but it was actually like it had a good balance of like okay it's funny and then it's also like has a certain level <laughs> of like seriousness to it too. are you laughing because i'm of the sorry phone? my brother um but yeah, there there was a certain level of like how they kept talking about second chances, and I thought that was just a way to promote the movie. But the movie actually did show that like Kevin Hart did play this character of somebody who had Don't like spoil it. I'm not spoiling oh. it. <laughs> who did have a? It's literally the and whole in the movie. ending. Okay. This happens. No, <laughs> he did have like a hard time yeah. like with school and whatever it is, and had to go back and try to get that to get a job and blah blah blah. So the whole movie had a good message to it too. That's good. So it wasn't like a quirky comedy movie. It's slightly above that. It was slightly above that. I actually yeah. don't think Kevin Hart movies are that funny, but this yeah, actually it, had good reviews. I like Tiffany Haddish. I think she's pretty Tiffany funny. Tiffany Haddish made the movie. Hands yeah. down, she made the whole movie That's because awesome. she, like, she's her, doing a her lot personality recently. and everything. Yeah. Oh, I want to say, like, um, you sent that interview um, from The Breakfast Club mm-hmm. of when. So they were doing promo, like, all over. They did right. so much promo and interviews, Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish together. And I just really respect kevin hart a lot more than i did before mm-hmm. uh before it was just like i really respected him as a businessman because mm-hmm. he, he is literally like doing stadiums as a comedian and and he just like changed the game i think he just yeah. took it to another level um and i really respected him for that but the way that he stood up for tiffany and like just female black comedians mm-hmm. as as like as, as small as he is he's like a big like you know he has a big yeah. voice right. and i thought that was so dope yeah. like i really respect that. and usually when i see tiffany haddish like she's like very outgoing and like is very loud and in that interview she was kind of like quiet and yeah. reserved and it kevin looked like a little sister yeah, yeah. and yeah. kevin hart was like yo you did this movie oh you're doing this like yeah. you're doing mm-hmm. this he and really that. put on for her and i'm like he he was talking about himself like a little bit but then he would always gear it towards tiffany haddish yeah. trying yeah. to promote her and i'm like that is so dope mm-hmm. and i think one of the greatest things he said in that was like you know you talk about like um white men handling this whole business and the reason why it's not you're not successful or you don't have certain successes because a white man didn't hand it to you yeah so like a lot of past comedians would say things like that Mm -hmm. and then now what kevin is doing is the total opposite where he's giving those opportunities to other black people underneath him Mm -hmm. yeah and that's incredible like that always has to be praised there's a movie coming out that i'm excited that's kind of like that Mm -hmm. lady gaga's like movie a star is born Mm-hmm. like literally with bradley she, cooper too. with bradley That's cooper a good one, yeah. and i'm like excited to see that because you know lady gaga she actually like didn't want to be like this big singer she wanted to actually like be an actress and like mm-hmm. sing like you know less poppy songs and like literally her manager was like yo you should do this and really became huge and like this whole story like looks really good and it's yeah. actually bradley cooper's debut directing gig like oh, he, he directed, directed it? it yeah wow I, I just found that out yeah mm-hmm. that looks good too yeah. There's she also had a Venom. song called out that came out that's called that same thing, right? Stars Born. Yeah, I didn't yeah, hear that song yet, but I heard it yeah. was good. You were saying Venom. There's Venom out, but it didn't have good reviews. So I was I excited know. to watch that. I'm a huge uh, like Spider-Man, Spider-Man yeah. and like Venom and all that it was cool. I honestly I knew that it was gonna be bad. Like, I I can just tell sometimes through trailers. Like, it, if the trailer like looks really like action packed and like fun, like it's usually bad story. So it's probably a fun movie. But Riz Ahmed is in it. And oh, yeah, Riz Ahmed. Shout out, Brown Boy, come up. So I still have to okay. watch it. I still have to watch it. So. Yeah, for Riz Ahmed. We'll watch for it for Riz, Riz Ahmed because he's, a, he's yeah. great. He's amazing. True. Have you guys seen these uh, Shane Dawson documentaries? 
Oh, about, Jake, about Paul? Jake Paul? No, you were telling me about that. But this is... have you watched them? Yeah, are they worth okay, it? So oh, you watched them too? Yeah. Oh yeah, Amber you're a was, Shane fan. Amber am... was telling us like a couple months back, like, "Yo, you need to watch these Shane Dawson documentaries." And I kind of like brushed it. I was like, "Okay, maybe." I, I know. <laughs> I was like, this. "Maybe I will watch it later." I, I mean, to be honest, like, I still like mm-hmm. those people that he was interviewing. I'm not like a huge fan mm-hmm. of. But when I saw Jake Paul, I'm not a fan of him, but. I found it really interesting because right. there was so much backlash and so much hype around it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I got to check these out. But the style of his documentaries of are like, oh my God, yeah. nobody's doing that on YouTube. Yeah. And nobody can keep an audience for 45 minutes like Shane Dawson does. Yeah. And literally when I started watching, I'm like, I got to watch all the other ones. Even if mm-hmm. I don't care about mm-hmm. these people, like this is a great style. The of, style he does it is just amazing. Yeah. And I don't know, The there's two more episodes left, but it's it's been really good. Like it's, it's it feels like I'm watching Four. like- there's four more four four more episodes wow yeah this is an eight-part series and that's what i'm saying like the breakdown of how he does it he doesn't just put something out he researches it he does like he needs he gets the information that he wants the viewer to understand about the subject that he's interviewing or whatever it is to have a thorough like well-rounded understanding of that topic while keeping it entertaining and then goes in to interview the person yeah it sounds like this is something that if you know after he completes it this is something that shane could continue doing for he's other been people doing it and yeah. people. oh he's been doing it okay. and he's i doing it. i think it's crazy because like i think he's one of the best people to do it mm-hmm. because i used to watch him like back in the day mm-hmm. for like his skits and comedy or whatever but i never like respected him at this level like yeah and when i see him again like now he's getting way more views than he used to mm-hmm. and it just like makes me happy because it's like oh even if you're like washed up or whatever you can like change you can always path. come back oh yes. you can yeah. always come True. back if you're like good and this was just so inspirational because this is like a type of content that i haven't seen on youtube mm-hmm. that nobody's doing yeah and he's like pushing that boundary and he also since he's been on youtube for forever like it kind of shows that he has a lot more knowledge mm-hmm. however when he's going into these documentaries he kind of acts like he doesn't know anything mm-hmm. and he's like learning with you and mm-hmm. you're learning there too like oh what's the possibility what's he the doesn't put up like walls and like make people feel like they're little to him yeah. he, he definitely brings people out his conversation style and his interviewing skills are like so amazing that he gets the best out of people like that is what we are looking for yeah the depth but high key he commented on my brother's video if you like back when he first started really? oh, my brother crazy. and him were both on the same level of like um, content creation and subscribers and stuff like that and they both entered the same contest and he like commented on my brother's video and stuff that's was awesome that a good comment or like yeah he was gross... like good job like oh, okay. good job like keep it up whatever <laughs> okay. but it's it's even i was telling my brother i was like oh you should watch this jake paul like documentary series he's doing and shane dawson's doing really good and he was like yeah and i feel like the people who used to watch him don't get how good he's gotten like a year ago his content was trash high key trash Mm -hmm. like he was like eating pizza while like putting kylie jenner's lipstick on like it didn't make any sense (laughs) yeah but from what he said he used he he always wanted to be a director and he was always waiting for somebody to give him that pass oh like you can make these movies you can make these movies he's like well i already have the channel i already have the platform why don't i just put them on the channel and Mm. i was like like he that's what he needed to realize and it took him 10 years and like it's amazing like you can always recreate yourself rebrand and like put out good content yeah we're we're almost coming to close to the podcast but i do want to talk about a little bit more about this frost and i were actually like having a conversation about like how a lot of youtubers are like going towards journalism mm-hmm. and since frost is like you know you study journalism and all that stuff like i, I wanted the audience to like know like what your thoughts were mm-hmm. on that and like the route that youtube is going and even podcasting like everyone is interviewing people and kind of being their own journalist yeah i think that you know when it comes to something like that youtube is kind of a uh, more of a business thing now where first there's these trends that people go through and it'll be like okay so now we're just making it's YouTube started out with okay we're just making these videos then it went to like this whole vlogging thing and Casey Neistat inspired this whole movement of the way that people should vlog and then it was like alright rapper uh, um, YouTubers are now having rap battles and now they're literally boxing like McGregor and uh, Mayweather set up these huge arenas with like, you know, lots of money going into it. And now it's like this journalistic approach. So there's always these trends that YouTubers are going to. And the outside world, like real 
musicians and rappers they're looking at it like oh, this is bs like so, um, and they're not like i mean some of them are going on charts and things like that but for the most part it's just like a bunch of kids downloading their songs and they're not gonna get any like mm-hmm. grammy or anything off of it because it's like musically it's it, technically everything about it the lyrics and everything like it's just not yeah. you know but they get the the that. views they get the views and then when it comes to boxing people that are that are looking at it from the outside that are actually in the mma or the boxing world are like yeah these guys would never survive in a, you know a match with somebody that's 30 pounds lighter than them so now in this journalistic thing it's like some people are looking at it in the way that are like you know there's they're not really doing it correctly this is not the right approach but then again it's like um with a lot of youtubers also doing podcasts and things like that they are slowly figuring it out and and even with boxing and music if they are not able to do like go through school or like the technical aspects and learn everything about it they can make it look right and that's that's what acting is right when you see somebody in hollywood that like is supposed to play a boxer or whoever and they really look like that even if it's not technically right the audience believes it and i don't think the youtubers are trying to be a journalist or something i think they're trying to tell a story and they know that this is the approach this is the right way to do it and i think you know i think it's great that they're doing that um some of it you know just like the musicians and the boxers some of it is cringy of someone that's doing the journalistic stuff I mean, I know that I mean, Shane Dawson Shane okay. is, and then uh, there's like a lot of uh, these channels that were like covering FouseyTube mm-hmm. when he was going through his thing. Oh, yeah. like the drama, so the drama channel. They started oh, doing it. Right, right. Casey Neistat started doing it when he was involved with Jump. CNN. Uh, what is it? No Jumper? <clears throat> yeah, No Jumper. Okay. Kais Omar started doing H3. it. H3. Yeah. So okay. a lot H3. of them are trying got to it, like, it, you know, it. create these documentary type things. And some of them are doing a really, really great job. So mm-hmm. there's always highs and lows. Do you think it. it pushes the journalistic field like the actual journalistic field further or like how do we you know like you know these journalistic people that are actually in the field do you think it pushes them like okay maybe you have to do something similar or like i mean at the end of it it's just what is the best medium to get this information across and there's always going to be people that are stuck in their old ways and traditional methods Mm -hmm. and then there's people for example, the best example I can give is uh, Charlemagne, who do, who's been on radio uh, forever, his whole life. And then now he sees that a lot of people are doing podcasts and they're saying that radio is dying. And then they're like, OK, let's go to podcasts. Let's put mm-hmm. Breakfast Club on podcasting. And then Charlemagne is also doing multiple podcasts on top of that um, so that he stays relevant. And he's repeating a lot of the same information from the radio back to the podcast. So that's somebody who is from the traditional methods, but he's you know he realizes that there's this medium that gets to a different audience and so it's working in it and and it's great so i think whatever works best you have to advance with the technology definitely yeah do you guys want to add any other i just want to say real quick before we wrap up um we did uh just put out a new music video it's a parody of nonstop by dre called nonstop um as in like the bread non uh but we don't say that um <laughs> and also we have uh the merch in you guys will be getting it very soon but we did order just a few extras we're almost completely sold out so Uh-oh. if you go to alifttheory.com slash shop you can get one of the yeah, merch there's pieces few sizes available yeah and select so few. once they're gone they're gone um that's all we have so get one before they're gone and thank you if you bought one like that's really crazy because you know we're like up and coming art i don't I feel wrong for saying that but we are artists that like you know um artists it's hard to feel artistry and all that stuff so like your you know your hard-earned money buying these this merchandise helps us a lot so and everything you do like just watching or listening it helps too so sure thank you yeah thank you guys so thank you for tuning into into another episode of strange flavors it's been another week another flavor a little less stranger peace i'm outside the mark in the ocean with some sharks in my office in the park all my hours after dark i got friends in finer arts so you know they're very smart if you come for me at all it's about to be a brawl yeah i like ride the beat you may want to take a seat i'm the wordsmith like i'm zeke and i always bring the heat like Bishop with the juice or Shaquille breaking the hoop. No one knows what I can do. That's okay, I know the truth. Baby, ask me one more time. I got money on my mind. I got vision on the line and we about to hit a mine. Information is the way. I got lurkers on my page. Tried to murk me with the hate. Baby, back, back, back away. Baby,